0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to Rabbits Ramblings Podcast 74. I reckon I should tell you all about them borderlands. Enjoy the show! So, I am super disorganized this time. I was expecting to be installing my hard drive for the majority of the week and reinstalling everything. I will talk about that at the end. So, I just had a little bit of time with Borderlands and I will just ramble in general about various things of which I probably should have made a list. For those of you who do not know what Borderlands is, it is basically a science fiction sort of Old West kind of game. But a lot of the elements are, you know, sci-fi, so they're sort of high-tech. It's kind of, I guess you could say, a mix of Old West and sort of apocalyptic survival and science fiction stuff. Borderlands 2 has a lot more science fiction stuff in it. In that I have seen areas that show off super high-tech cities, and there are robot guys you fight. Where the first one was more sort of Old West, sort of apocalyptic future. There are tons and tons and tons and tons of guns that drop. And that's kind of the whole point of the game is you get a lot of guns and you you shoot people in the face and have a lot of fun with that. 90% of the guns that drop you probably won't care about at all. But it's that one 10% that, you know, is really cool and you're like, oh, I really love this new gun. In the first game, they had manufacturers on the guns. And it's like I had preferred manufacturers. But they really didn't mean anything in the first game. The stats did sort of have a correlation when they were the same manufacturer. You know, a certain manufacturer sort of had the same stats. But they took that idea much, much further in Borderlands 2. Now each manufacturer's weapon has a very distinct look and a very distinct style to them. As example, I really like Jacob for the pistols that I use. They have a sort of older west feel to them, and their big thing so far that I've seen, I've only gotten to about level 10, but the big deal for the Jacob's weapons are they fire as fast as you pull the trigger, and when it animates it show you doing the sort of dual hand style where you're taking one hand and pulling the trigger back and going pew pew, pew 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 as fast as you can. I have seen another one that has slower shot speeds but the bullets explode on impact and I've seen bandit style ones which fires multiple shots which is a little weird for a pistol but you know sometimes it happens. There are machine pistols I haven't seen any yet but they fire you know super fast and like I said each one has a different look So the bandit style has, like, one gun had, like, a shark face painted on it, and another one I saw had flames painted on it. And like I said, my favorite is the Jacob one, which is Old West. You know, it's very, you know, gun color, and it's got, like, you know, pearl handles and that sort of thing. One of the big things about Borderlands 1 was you spent almost all of your time sort of in a desert environment, I have only gotten to level 10, so I haven't really gotten out of the starter area. When I ended my game, I had just gone to Sanctuary, which is the main starting city. And I have seen a lot of frozen wasteland. So in a way, you know, that's basically just a desert, only frozen. But I know that the scenery does change. So those of you who were disappointed with that with the first one, I don't think we have to worry about it too much with the second one. I think we do get a lot more scenery change. One big change I did notice, at least I'm I'm pretty sure this is true. I haven't looked at any directions or anything to verify it. But in the first one, the more you used a weapon, the more it sort of leveled up that weapon, you would gain different benefits depending on the different weapon type. Like I pretty much used submachine guns, and for them you would get faster reload and faster shot speed. And so the more you leveled that up, you know, you use that weapon, you gain levels for it. The more you leveled that one up, the higher bonus you got. It seems like in Borderlands 2, they have gotten rid of that entirely. I have not seen any weapon level screen on my character at all. So I don't think it exists. What they did add was what they call a badass level. And you get like a lot of points for that one. I think I'm level 115 badass. And basically what that is, is there's an achievement system built in. And when you get the achievements, you get these badass points. And what the badass points do, so far, seem to be something very similar to what I just described for Borderlands 1. However, it unlocks it for every character you have. So, like, I've gotten, I think, like 1% faster shield regeneration, like 2% boost shields, like 1% damage, 1.7% critical chance, I think. All stuff like that. It's really small bonuses. Like a lot of the stuff will be like 1% or like I saw one was like 0.7%. So they seem like really small bonuses. But like I said, I'm not even character level 10 yet. And I have 115 of those points that I've spent. And I probably have like 8 or 9 different bonuses that have 1 or 2% bonus. So in a way that seems a little depressing in that you don't feel like you're gaining a bonus for using a particular weapon, but I think that's pretty much a good thing because then that frees you from being bound to that one particular weapon. You can switch, you know, to any weapon you want without feeling like, oh, I've got five levels in this weapon, I gotta stick to it. You know, with no levels, you just switch to whatever weapon you want at the time. Each of them have benefits and limitations. I pretty much prefer the submachine gun, and I play the Siren. In this one, she's sort of a controller. She has this bubble she can put bad guys in. In the first one, she would cloak and turn invisible. The stealth has been moved to the Assassin for Borderlands 2. But I didn't really like his abilities quite as much, so I'm, I'm going with the Siren. But being somebody who sort of wants to be closer to use her bubble, I just prefer the higher accuracy and faster fire rate of the submachine guns and then I'll just run you know between cover until I get closer. I do also like assault rifles which is a little bit better at far range. They do have better burst fire and do a little bit more damage I think. Their problem is though they have a little bit worse accuracy so they're not quite as great but if there are multiple guys you want to thin out as it were before you move in it might be a good idea to use Assault Rifle and stay a little bit further out in range. One change I do like so far, and again, you know, I'm only level 10, so I haven't seen more than maybe three or four Sniper Rifles, but I do like how the Sniper Rifles are in Borderlands 2 much more than the first one. I didn't use them all that much in the first one. And the main reason why I didn't like them in the first game was they were really horribly inaccurate, You would sit there and try and aim, and your scope would be all wiggly, and it was pretty difficult to aim. There is a stat on the weapon where that, you know, increases or decreases, but also they tended to have really, really horribly long reload times, and their magazines were really tiny, usually one shot or three shots, and so typically it's like you would kill one guy, and by the time you did that and reloaded, the other guys would be, you know, in range and on top of you. So I never really got into it. It wasn't very interesting in terms of style. I found it was much easier just to run up on them with an assault rifle, kill a few guys, and then switch to, you know, my main submachine gun weapon. But in this one, the two or three sniper rifles I have found so far have been pretty good. I think one of them has three shots. And it seemed like they were a lot more accurate, and the reload time wasn't quite as bad. There was one place where there was sort of a city... And there was a bridge and you have to, you know, put the bridge down to get across. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to get on that bridge and go across with five guys staring me down. So I left the bridge up and I I took two or three out by sniper rifle and then I went across. And I think that was a sniper rifle I got from a quest reward, which quest rewards are slightly different in Borderlands 2 in that you have a choice now. That was kind of one of the things with Borderlands 1 that irked me was you always got same reward for the quest, you know, no matter what. So, if you're playing through it once, you're playing through it again, you know, you get the same thing. You don't have any choice. With Borderlands 2, you get a choice. And there was a quest I had where there was a hunter, I think his name is Sir Hammerlock, and he said, Hey, could you go kill these guys and get me some fur and I can put it in my hat and, you know, be an awesome hunter guy? And as I was nearing the completion, I got a little call from Claptrap who said, Hey, screw that guy, bring the fur to me so I can look cool. And Sir Hammerlock was offering a sniper rifle, and Claptrap was saying, screw that noise, I'll give you a shotgun. So depending on your style, you know, which you prefer, you can go to one quest turn-in point or the other one, and you have a choice. A couple of the other quests I did didn't have a choice, but again, you know, I'm only level 10, I've done maybe half a dozen or a dozen quests, so it didn't really surprise me. But there were one or two other ones where it was like, you know, choose this or that. So that was very cool. Like I said, I just got to Sanctuary, which is the first city. So I haven't really seen too much of the game. There do seem to be quite a bit more animations than the first one. And there definitely are different sayings that they say. If you haven't played the first one and you're not familiar with it all, they'll they'll say silly things. Like one was like, oh, you killed him. I wanted to kill him. Or there's another one that's like, Ow, 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 my face, my face. So, you know, silly little things that that make you laugh. Borderlands 2 is through Steam. And right when you get to the main screen where you pick your character and all that, off to the right side, there is a group box, I think it is. And it shows you as the group leader. And then it shows you which of your friends are online and playing. I don't have any friends online that play. So I'm assuming they would just automatically show up there. And then you can just invite them to play with you. As I said, I don't have anyone that I play with. So I don't know how it would work in terms of level, you know, level differences and scaling. I do know there is a level cap. And then the badass level just keeps going on forever. At some point, you wouldn't have to worry about level because, you know, whoever groups would be capped and they would be the same level. Also, they changed the way the game sort of incorporates new material. In the first one, the expansions, you know, downloadable content that they added, kind of added in a weird way. I had played all the way through the Game of the Year edition, which had all four. And I think I only managed to play through one downloadable content. The other ones had, like, special places you had to go, and you could only use one teleport, I think, to get there. So somehow, I guess I missed them. But with Borderlands 2, integration is... Basically, perfect. You just go wherever and you'll stumble into it. And now that it's through Steam, you know, grouping up with your buddies and, you know, seeing who's online and talking to them through Steam and, you know, all that stuff will be integrated and very easy to do. In terms of graphics, I would say it seems very similar, but I think I'm not at the highest settings. I think it can go to higher settings. There is NVIDIA Physics. So if you have that, you'll see. You know, liquids on the ground, and you'll see a lot of cool elemental effects. And I think the coolest one is that flags or, you know, sort of tarp cover type things will all get shot apart and they'll fall apart. But I have an AMD system, so I don't have NVIDIA physics, so I don't get to see any of that stuff. So that is very sad. So that's all I can think of for now. Like I said, I'm only. Not even level 10 yet, so I am just barely getting started. So maybe I will have more to talk about it later. So one thing I wanted to talk about separately about Borderlands 2 is basically I think the biggest reason why my best friends are not playing it with me and that is it uses what is called a checkpoint system. So I thought I would talk about a checkpoint system for those of you who may or may not be familiar with it because it is one thing that sort of defines the style of a game. There are kind of two different ways you can think of a checkpoint system. One is that you get to the checkpoint, and everything you've done prior to that is saved and remembered in the state it is currently in. But more often, the checkpoint system is used in the way it is used in Borderlands 2, and that is that when you do a checkpoint or you accomplish a goal, that is where you are saved, and the state of the rest of the entire game is basically always as it is. So you might kill your way through an area, you know, beat all the bad guys. And then the bad guys will slowly respawn. They don't respawn in Borderlands 2 quite as quickly as they did in the first one. I would guess maybe 15 minutes they'll respawn. So once you get to that checkpoint, you can either, you know, quit out of the game or, you know, go on to another mission. And if you, you know, come back later, that's where your progress will be saved. But it's like in one area, the boss kind of bugged out. So I went through, I beat everybody in the area, I saved, you know, I a checkpoint close to the boss because it's automatic. The boss came out, he said, and then he totally killed me, and I respawned, you know, at the checkpoint, and then he was gone. I don't know where he went. He just disappeared. So I went back and forth through the area like three different times, I think, before bad guys started respawning. I still couldn't find where the boss had gone, so I decided to leave the area entirely. So I left the zone, and then, you know, everything in the the zone was kind of reset that needed to be reset, and then I came back in. The guys still hadn't fully respawned, but, you know, the boss did get reset to where he was supposed to be. There are advantages and disadvantages to that. The obvious advantage is, you know, like I said, if a boss does get buggy, you can just Quit out of the game, you know, save at a checkpoint and then quit out or, you know, come in from a different zone. And it will, you know, recheck the boss position and reset that kind of stuff. The other advantage is, you know, if you fight through an area, you get to a checkpoint, you go, okay, I'm going to quit now and leave. Then you come back and all the bad guys are back. And that is a bonus because then you get to shoot them in the face again and get more loot. And it's always, you know, challenging to go through the area you need to go through. You know, it's not like you clear out an area and go, okay, now I don't ever have to worry about those guys ever again. Some people like that design. Some people don't. Some people are like, you know, if I kill everybody in the area, they should stay dead and I should be safe. I shouldn't have to worry about it. But the point of the game is to, you know, shoot people in the face and have fun. So the guys respawning is actually, you know, a good thing in a way. The bad thing that I found with Borderlands 1 with that though is that once you fight through an area two or three times, you start to sort of not care. It's like, why should I keep repeatedly killing you guys if you're just going to respawn again and you're, you know, lower level so you're not going to drop anything interesting to me. So I think on the one hand, you know, it is a disadvantage. But on the other hand, you know, with a game like Borderlands 2, which is, You know, very action-y and it's focused on getting cool drops. You know, it is like a chance for more drops every time you go through an area and you kill the bad guys again and again and again. And let's face it, if you're not having fun killing the bad guys over and over, the Borderlands series is probably not something you should consider playing. So hopefully I did an okay job of describing a checkpoint system. And in the future, you know, if you hear a game is a checkpoint system or not, maybe, you know, if you have experience with such a system, you can be like, well, I I do like that or, you know, I don't like that so much and I will avoid this game. that is it for this rabbit Swamblings podcast i am getting low on power so i will probably make the close pretty quick but i will go ahead and talk a little bit about my system because like i said you know i was super disorganized this time about i think it was a day or two after i closed out the last podcast it did the tweaky dos you know i have an issue we need to check the disc thing And so I'm like, okay, that is the final straw. I said I would do it after one more big weirdness. That's the big weirdness. And so I ordered the solid state disc I was looking at getting. It arrived faster than I thought it would on Wednesday. It was originally supposed to get there Thursday, but I got there early. I decided just to go ahead and play and have fun and, you know, pick it up in the evening. When I picked it up, I spent some time gathering all of my discs, You know, I was expecting to do a full reinstall, as it were. And when I was at the final step and I wanted to get the Windows disk and, you know, driver disk for the laptop from the laptop box, there were no disks. I'm like, what the crap is this? Look around on the web and I find there are lots and lots and lots and lots of posts from people who also wanted to upgrade their hard drive and they found no disk. So I guess the only disk and drivers are online. You'd have to go get them and download them all. And I'm like, okay, well, forget that for two reasons. For one, it's a big pain in the butt. And my, you know, my wireless is slow and not entirely reliable. But for two, that means the disk image is going to have to be relatively small. And then, you know, it's going to be minimalistic. Which, I don't know, that seems equally as dangerous because then there might be drivers I forget or whatnot because it's a laptop and then it might not work right. I decided I will just do one method which other people posted, which was to copy the the original disc basically and make a duplicate of it onto the new disc. I am worried about that method because if there is some kind of software corruption, then, you know, whatever is corrupted would be copied over. It is probably unlikely. It seems to be some kind of very rare writing error like I had to install iTunes lately because there was an update and it said it didn't install correctly and forgot a bunch of stuff. So it seems like you know when the disk is writing there is a chance for data loss or error. But anyways I got that um, all ready to go. I decided since the hard drive manufacturer said the drive comes unformatted What I would do since I have two hard drive slots is I would just go ahead and install it in the second slot and then format it. And then in the morning, I would, you know, get the software to copy it all over. So I spent a bit of time, you know, taking apart the system and putting in the hard drive, turn it back on, and it's not there. It doesn't see it. Doesn't see it in Windows. Restart. Doesn't see it in BIOS anywhere. What the crap. Doesn't see it anywhere. So I just shut down tried to get some sleep and then in the morning you know I went through a bunch of letters to tech support and over the course of Thursday basically they're saying it's probably a DOA drive so I have to return that and get a new one I guess and hope it actually works. There are some posts from people with my system who say you know no matter what they did it didn't see it So I am worried about that maybe, you know, because it is an older system, there might be some kind of incompatibility or something. So hopefully that is not the case. But instead of being, you know, recovered on Thursday and, you know, back to a regular life of not worrying, I am still worrying because I'm still on my old disc for now. And it's probably going to be like a week or more before I get the new disc. So next week, um, my ramblings might be extra crazy again because, you know, I will again be in the same situation of waiting for a disc and then trying to swap it over. So like this week, you know, if it's a bit crazy or if it's, you know, late or I miss one, um, try not to worry too much. Check the Facebook page. I do post there what is going on. And so, you know, if it's late or you don't see it, you will see a reason why there. Because I always will have access through my phone or my netbook. You know, I'll always have a way to post something there. So that is it for this week. I am still super sick. I am very congested. And I've been coughing up yuck lately. I actually have an appointment for the doctor at college on Monday. She wanted to check my blood pressure. So maybe I'll just, you know, mention my sick to her and get some meds for that I don't know uh we'll see that's a few days from now so you know soon enough we'll see two and a half weeks is XCOM and Dishonored so lots of fun coming there keep your eyes out for that if you are interested in that nothing else I can really think of for those of you who were really into the Half-Life series this mod called Black Mesa I don't know too much about it um It's released now, and I guess it pretty much is just a total conversion and it updates the game to, you know, modern standards, as it were. So if you're really into that, you might want to check that out. That's all I can think of for this time. Go out and see Dread in 3D because it will be awesome. Opens this weekend. Opens today, I think. Friday for me. I will probably go see it sometime this weekend. But I guess that is it for this time, and hopefully. I will see everybody next time. Key okay, thanks, bye. Well, I was 21. It was a very good year. It was a very good year for city girls who lived up the stair with perfumed hair. That I came undone when I was 21. I know something ain't right. Sweetie, we're crooks. If everything were right, we'd be in jail. You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation... You can find the show website at www.rabbit.com podcast rabbitsramblings.html If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit.com If you friend me, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit.com You can follow me on Twitter and YouTube at rabbitdotcom it's rabbit.com, but with not a period. When you type rabbit's ramblings, don't use the space, and be sure to put the number 1 in place of I whenever you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright 2012 and is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.